Hello everyone, Fabrice here. This is Blind Sanity, our podcast. So everything is, uh, is fine with every one of you. Uh, this is episode nine of our second season of Blind Sanity. Today is going to be a very busy episode. We're going to keep it uh, short though, at 25 minutes as usual. Tons of news. Uh, actually, it's pretty busy. There's some weird news. There's some important news and then some main news uh, that you guys may, uh, may find interesting. Then we'll go for a deep dive of the week. Um, this week, it's going to be a 15-minute all-you-can-eat uh, with a bunch of uh, short topics that are too short to dedicate an entire segment, an entire 15-minute segment for uh, an episode. So we're going to put all of them um, all at once in a 15-minute uh, all-you-can-eat segment. And then you'll finish up with um, uh, our mail and our comments and a few announcements regarding our website. And that's pretty much it. Let's get to it with our new segment. All right, we're back. So like I said, um, it's a very busy, strangely busy news section um, this week. Uh, we're going to start right away. First, with the most important thing, uh, for especially for those who own an iPhone and are on a public uh, or a, a developer um, beta with Apple. Uh, iOS uh, 16.1 beta 2 developer and public beta was released last Tuesday on Wednesday and it breaks voiceover in some part and completely deactivates uh, spoken content. You know what spoken content for those who are using it on a regular basis? Uh, it is um, the, it, when you activate it and you use your two finger from the top of the screen and you swipe down, um, not necessarily all the way down to the screen, but very short swipe, a swipe uh, it reads the entire uh, website to you. It is um, similar to when you uh, swipe the entire screen when you have voiceover, but it is not voiceover. It's something that is separate. Um, it is uh, much more convenient than voiceover. There's less noises. The voice is a little bit better. It reads a little bit more intelligently, uh, and it doesn't give you all all the links and things like that. Um, so spoken content is broken in iOS 16.1 Beta 2. And you will not be able to either um, do that and access or access the uh, the voice control uh, that um, some of you may have uh, activated. Uh, for me, it's a little icon that I need to uh, to click to um, accelerate the voice content um, um, when uh, when Siri is is describing what uh, is on my screen, or just to stop it. So both spoken content and um, voice control are deactivated or are not working on iOS 16.1. I don't believe that uh, uh, Apple is removing them because the options still exist, but when you switch them on or off, it makes no difference. So keep that in mind. I would be you, considering how important uh, spoken content is, you should wait. And I would wait until the next uh, beta is released. They usually release them once every two weeks. So um, if you are like me, if you downloaded the, um, the beta 2, uh, you'll have to wait until Tuesday or Wednesday next week to have a chance to get the next beta and have it fixed. For those who didn't download the beta 2, just wait 9 or 10 more days and then you'll get the uh, beta 3 um, um, notice notification which you can download and um, hopefully the uh, uh, spoken content feature will be back. Uh, that's it for that one. Let's move to another uh, kind of weird news this time around.
The second news this week is coming from Idaho. Um, I don't know if you heard. I've seen that on TV, I believe. Um, but I missed half of it, but it finally hit the web uh, in big time this week. Uh, there is a non-native non uh, weed in uh, um, Idaho that proliferate. Um, it was originally, um, I would say, a local uh, within certain area of the state, but now it's pretty much everywhere there and it threatened to actually um, be um, propagate itself into the nearby state. But there is a weed um, actually, something that looked like a, a pretty weed with a nice yellow flower. It's pretty green. Um, that weed actually is pretty, pretty bad for you. It secretes some, uh, I would say, what looked like white um, oil uh, in some areas of the weed that can create burn of your skin, that can uh, create um, um a pimple, and uh, even worse, if you manage to get that in your eyes, you can create blindness. Uh, the Idaho National Park um, website is talking about it. Uh, they're trying to eradicate it. Uh, apparently, it's not working well for them since it propagates and uh, is going, like I say, uh, probably going to start um, um, invading other uh, nearby state. Uh, Idaho is uh, pretty much in the middle of everywhere, so it can go uh, west and uh, start uh, getting to California or uh, going to east and uh, you will start seeing them in Tennessee and things like that. For the moment, it's located in Idaho. If you are uh, hiking over there, be careful. Don't touch those things and uh, tell that to people with good eyesight. It's pretty. It's a yellow flower. Don't touch it. Uh, it's actually pretty bad for you. Let's move on to our next uh, news. A new study from uh, UK uh, is telling us that uh, using reusable contact lens is actually a, it's starting to become a problem. Uh, basically, you raise your uh, chances of, of damaging your retina by uh, a factor of four. Uh, it is it does look like it is a bacterial problem. Uh, it's not entirely clear what is happening, but so far uh, it looks like that people that are wearing those contact lenses um, and they're reusing them. Uh, even, you know, I'm talking about the, the, the contact lenses that are designed to be reused uh, are actually creating that kind of problem. It is still rare, but it is becoming noticeable. Uh, there are people that are using them and keep them uh, when they do, when they go on the shower or when they go sleep, uh, same issue. Uh, be careful about your contact lens. It's not because we are uh, low vision that we are not wearing glasses, and some of us also wear contact lenses. And I know that uh, using contact lenses uh, that you can keep on your eyes all day long, or maybe a couple of days um, uh, during a couple of days, is actually pretty convenient. But be careful that that might actually create some complication for your cornea. And um, you need to preserve as much as you can. So reusable uh, contact lens, it looks like it's becoming a no-no. It is still rare, like I said, uh, but um, it better to be on the safe side and just use a disposable one and just remove them before going to bed or um, when you go under the shower or things like that. Last piece of article here is about diabetes and the mechanism leading to blindness when you have diabetes. And actually, a pretty interesting read. The article is actually a pretty long one, and 
there's a lot of things that I uh, I didn't care much about, uh, but there's a lot of uh, other places online that are reporting that particular uh, publication and actually do a, they're doing a good job in explaining to the regular people what the mechanism is. For all the news that we've been talking about in this new section, I'm going to share a little later this week uh, the links where uh, I picked up those news for you guys to have a little bit more details. And if you want to do a little bit more research, I'm trying to give you the links from reputable uh, sources. And also when it's uh, not possible, I give you the link with as many sources as possible so you can do your own homework if you're interested and if you want to dig a little bit deeper into uh, all those uh, subjects. So all uh, the uh, news I've talked about, except for the iOS 16.1 beta 2 uh, news, uh, I will post that uh, link on my uh, on, on our website a little later this week, like I said, and I will share that link on Twitter. That's it for the new section. Let's move on to the deep dive. All right, time for our deep dive of the week. Today is going to be a little bit different compared with all the other ones. We're going to talk about a bunch of different things, not necessarily related to one to the other. And we're going to keep it short at 15 minutes. It's part of our mini series, 15 minutes, all you can eat. Uh, the previous one um, was uh, two weeks ago, I believe. Uh, today, we're going to um, not necessarily keeping it uh, to a particular topic. Uh, I just wanted to share a few things that I worked on and a few things that I learned and that I think you guys should know. Uh, and uh, all those little tiny uh, uh, topics um, ended up being too short to be the main topic of uh, a complete episode. So I decided to keep them on the side. And then when I have enough, I put them all together to create what you're going to get now, a 15-minute all-you-can-eat um, related to blindness and accessibility. Uh, like I said, it's going to be... Um, pretty much about everything and anything. So I'm going to start the countdown for 15 minutes. And let's start now. The first thing I want to talk to you about is the iPod, the AirPod, uh, sorry, AirPod Pro 2. Uh, we received our uh, brand new uh, buds uh, last Friday, the day Apple actually uh, started to ship them. And we worked on them. We tested them. We uh, reviewed them. We actually made quite a few videos, uh, seven right now. Four of them are actually accessible to you on our YouTube video. I also send the link uh, to access them directly on uh, our Twitter feed at BlindSanityPod. Or you can also go into our website, uh, BlindSanity.com. Go to the video section and check out those videos for uh, yourself. The idea here is to show you how great those buds are for people that are blind and people who have, who have low vision. Um, we originally wanted to do a quick review, but it turns out there's so much to talk about and there's so little Apple is doing to uh, explain how to use them for people like us that uh, it felt like it could be better to do a review slash user guide on how to unbox, um, uh, how to uh, pair those um, uh, those buds with your phone, um, how to troubleshoot them, uh, talk all about noise cancelling, uh, um, uh, transparency mode, etc., etc., and use all the little tiny apps that make that 
a particular uh, gadget so great. $249, and I'm telling you, it is totally worth it. Right now, the episode four, the part four of our uh, deep review of uh, the AirPod Pro 2 is uh, online. We're talking about design and uh, basically what I found uh, pretty amazing. Um, uh, and, and that also, what, what some other people with a good eyesight will probably don't think twice about and is actually very well thought and very useful for people like us. The next video, uh, probably tomorrow, will be about setup of spatial audio. Uh, it's a special mode that uh, Apple promise is revolutionary and it actually is when you do it right. Uh, I All those videos are done uh, with my own iPhone on voiceover mode, so you will hear exactly uh, what happened in real time. You also um, see all my struggle. Uh, it is very, very accessible. Um, uh, the, 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 this gadget is very, very accessible, but there are some tiny places where Apple could could do better. And uh, you'll see in particular on the next episode, the struggle of getting your face uh, registered by uh, the camera and be sure that the camera can see your ear um, is, a, is a whole adventure. But Let's not uh, talk about this just yet. Uh, for the moment, I encourage you to check out the first four videos and then um, we're going to keep going uh, this week until our final complete review of uh, the uh, AirPod Pro 2 that I will do uh, both on uh, YouTube and on our next deep dive part of our uh, next episode of Blind Sanity, our podcast. That's it for uh, that one. Let's move on to our next topic in a few seconds. All right, now let's move on to uh, our good old uh, iPhone and dark mode. A couple of years ago, four years ago, I believe, Apple introduced dark mode, and I say introduced, you know, in between quotes. Uh, it is something that was introduced by Windows a long time ago, by Android a long time ago, by Google, uh, Gmail, and all the Google suite um, uh, a while back too. But that's typical of Apple to uh, wait for everybody to uh, try their uh, their luck on new feature and then introduce it on Apple and uh, on um, Apple products, and then Apple completely on them, on the on the feature and tell it's the greatest thing on earth. They do that a lot, uh, but uh, with dark mode, it happened at the beginning on a very limited way. Uh, there was a dark mode uh, switch that you could switch on and off on your iPhone, and that will cover the phone itself with all the app that came with, uh, that, that were made by Apple themselves. So the accessibility uh, menu would be uh, on dark mode. The messenger app will be on dark mode. The mail app will be on dark mode. The calendar app will be on dark mode. Unfortunately, nothing else. Anything that is a third-party app would not um, be uh, affected by Apple's own dark mode. And it was up to them to actually do their own dark mode. So in order to do that... Uh, most of the app nowadays have that kind of mode uh, that can either be automatically activated. Some app can recognize that your phone itself is on dark mode, so it activate the dark mode within, within their own app automatically without you having to look for it into uh, the setting uh, option within their app. Some others don't really care about that. They just offer the dark mode uh, option buried within their app. So sometimes it's a little bit of a struggle to find it. Uh, for example, LinkedIn 
recently had a dark mode. It took me forever to find a switch, but it works really well. And I would love uh, that LinkedIn uh, could recognize that my phone is, is on a particular mode and could uh, automatically switch it to, uh, to match the mode of my phone, but that's not the case. You also have some uh, websites that can actually recognize that your phone is on dark mode and will change their website into a dark mode. For example, uh, a website like 9to5, uh, which uh, review uh, tech gadgets for Mac, for Windows, for uh, all kinds of uh, mobile um, um, devices and computer and things like that. They actually recognize that your phone is on dark mode and they will uh, switch their website from white character uh, to, from dark characters uh, on black background to white character and dark background. And that's actually pretty neat, but unfortunately, not a lot of websites are doing that. So we are left with, we are left with the website that actually don't do dark mode and a few apps that don't give a rat's butt about us. And um, I'm talking in particular about some app like uh, Zillow, for example, or Fitbit. Uh, great interface, but not friendly at all for people with low vision and people who are very sensitive to light. It's screaming. Uh, the screen is the screen is screaming uh, white at your eyes and melting your retina, making completely un unusable unless, of course, you're using the um, um, shortcut uh, with a triple tap on the power button to activate. Uh, a smart or classic invert that um, invert everything on your screen. Uh, not, you know, within the app, it's something that you manually have to do and that can help make the app a little bit more uh, usable for people with low vision in particular. But I discovered a few days ago uh, that this can happen on your own. You can create an automatic dark mode for uh, apps, um, uh, app that uh, ignore the dark mode um, or, or don't want to don't want to spend too much time or, or money uh, uh, redesigning their website to make it look look good into uh, when it's in that kind of mode. So how you get there? That's actually interesting. You have to go into your uh, setting app within your iPhone or iPad. You find the uh, accessibility menu, click on it, and then scroll all the way to the bottom, right under the shortcut. Um, line, you'll have a per app uh, setting uh, line. You double click on that. And then what do you see? You pretty much see an empty screen except one line. There's one line on top that tells you add an app. You click on it. And then you look at um, the app that is uh, installed in your phone that is not uh, dark mode friendly. So for me, for example, I will look for Zillow first. So I scroll all the way down. Um, it's a long list depending on how many apps you have on your iPhone. You scroll the way down, you find Zillow, you click on it, and then you go back to the previous page. But this time, instead of having just one line that tells you add an app, you have add an app plus Zillow uh, as uh, uh, show up on that screen. Uh, I want to add a Fitbit. So I'm going to go on, I'm going to click on add my app and add an app. And then I'm looking for Fitbit, start with an F, alphabetical order. You click on it and then you go back to the previous page. This time you have a list right under add, um, add an app that's uh, um, Zillow that you selected previously. And now you have Fitbit. Now this is the part that's interesting. Click on each of those apps. Um, for example, let's click first on Fitbit. You will be uh, uh, greeted with a screen that will allow you to change the appearance of the app 
uh, in many, many different ways. And it's a page that you may recognize because this is the same page that allows you to change the, um, the, the screen and the, the display of your iPhone when you want to make it more accessible. So you have a chance to increase the um, the size of the character, make them bold or bolder. And there is, a, in particular, an option that allows you to uh, automatically switch dark uh, mode, or uh, it's called, uh, in that case, um, um, uh, an invert. I believe it's classic invert, or it is uh, an advanced invert. Anyway, this is one of those lines. Uh, you just activate it, and then you go back to the original a page and then you move from Zillow to Fitbit and you do the same thing for the second app. And when you're done, uh, that uh, setting will apply every time you open that app. So if you app if you open Zillow, uh, the uh, iPhone will tell um, uh, the app that as soon as it opens, it has to switch to invert mode. Uh, invert, yeah, invert mode. So the app is going to go from a white character, a black character on white background to a white character on black background. It's actually pretty neat. Uh, you can do a lot more things. For example, increase the font size. I know that uh, you can already do that on your iPhone, but uh, usually uh, what you can increase, uh, the size of uh, the character you can increase throughout your iPhone does not translate well into uh, the app. Some apps allow for the font size to uh, get increased or decreased. Uh, for example, uh, Zillow, you can uh, increase uh, the, uh, the, the font size to a, a ridiculously big size that makes the whole thing unusable, but you can see what I'm, uh, I'm going to. You can actually uh, make that app really, really accessible and um, pretty much uh, customized to your own need. So I invite you to try that. Uh, it doesn't work all the time. For example, Fitbit, uh, their character and their font is relatively small. If you try to press the bold button or if you try to increase the size, it won't make a big difference. Actually, it makes no difference uh, on the size of the font, so you're pretty much stuck with only a few options. The most important one is an automatic invert. Uh, anyway, so that's pretty much the only thing that matters. I would encourage you to do that um, App by app, I know there's a lot of apps uh, around that are pretty useless for us, even on dark mode, and even increasing slightly the size of the f the, the font uh, could actually make it more make them more user uh, user friendly. I would encourage you to add one app at a time and then make the small changes and test it to see how it works before going to the next one because it's becoming very uh, complicated after a while if you have multiple apps and multiple things you want to try. But that is definitely something you need to try. That is uh, the hidden gem on iPhone I never heard of, uh, and I've used uh, it over the past few days, and it actually makes my phone a lot more um, uh, accessibility friendly, and uh, I can actually use Fitbit without having to uh, struggle and trying to find my, my, uh, my button or try to invert it. So try it on and let me know what you think. Right now, let's spend the remaining three minutes left here uh, talking about probably something that you guys should be doing on a regular basis. Uh, when you have some time, head over to your city hall or go to the uh, office of your county, the county office, whatever it's called, um, um, where you live, or go to their website and dig, dig, dig. Go to your community center. Um, if you have a community center for the blind, 
uh, you're most likely going to find someone who knows a little bit more about what the county can offer for people with disability. There is a lot of things that I never heard of that was never advertised and that absolutely amazing and super helpful um, uh, just by um, contacting the uh, county office. A quick example for me, I just realized a couple of months ago that all my travel within the county where I reside could have been paid by the state and the county. 60 cents per mile, this is uh, what the IRS allow uh, uh, to pay for mileage. But you can actually ask uh, my neighbor, I can actually ask my neighbor to help me going to get some grocery and I could, I, I would be able to pay him for the, uh, the trouble. And when I say pay him, it's literally the city giving you some money and then you give that money to the, your driver. It is tax-free. It is much cheaper. It's actually free for you, but it is much cheaper than Lyft or anything like that. It has no restriction on who can be your driver. So if you're married, it could be your spouse, it could be your son or anything like that. Uh, for me, as long as that person is part of the, uh, a particular uh, register or um, a library of uh, approved driver, you're good to go. There's also a lot of um, um, uh, free uh, way to go from point A to point B using public transportation within my county. And in some case, a nearby county actually allow you to, um, even though you don't live in those counties, to, to, to use their own uh, disability services. So seriously, if I knew that uh, a few years ago, it would have been much better. I spent too much money using Lyft or Uber. Uh, without realizing that uh, it could have been totally free asking my neighbor who keep asking me and I didn't want to bother him. So uh, keep an eye on the um, website of your uh, county office or go there directly and ask ask questions. Uh, there, there are, there's a lot of money in there that is dedicated for people uh, like us. Uh, it's just that those services are not well uh, advertised and very few people know. So um, I encourage you to go there and uh, learn. And if you learn things that can be useful for others, don't hesitate to share. I'm going to talk about how to do just that uh, in our next section. That's it for the 15-minute all-you-can-eat uh, pretty much uh, um, multi-topic. I hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, next week, like I said, we're going to talk about uh, the uh, AirPod Pro 2 with a final review about that really, really awesome $250 uh, super accessibility-friendly uh, headphone. Let's take a quick break and let's move on, move on to our mail section. Time for our mail, time for our comment, time for our announcement for our website, on our website. Uh, a few things to talk about. There's been um, a, a, a big influx of new followers on uh, our Twitter account. I encourage you to uh, look at who's following who. Uh, you may find uh, a few interesting resources that can be useful to you. Uh, there are also a few organizations that just joined us and uh, don't hesitate to um, tell us all about what they do and what's available to us. So Twitter is a really good um, 
source of information if you are uh, looking for that. It's for the moment the best way to get uh, to get this kind of information. Uh, I also try to uh, lift those information and put them into my website, web, uh, blindsanity.com, uh, when it's uh, useful f- uh, to everybody. If you know or if you have um, information that you want to share, like I said earlier, uh, you can either email that to us um, using our um, uh, email address, uh, blindsanitypodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to our website and uh, go to the Contact Us uh, page and send that directly through um through the interface on your screen directly to us Uh, and you can also either uh, share on twitter or do that privately uh, using dm Uh, in either way uh, regardless of what uh, what way you want to contact us we read everything and if there is something that can be useful for everybody we'll share we recently received something from a friend of us a uh, friend of ours that um, work for the community center, not not far from uh, uh, where I live here, close to San Francisco, and I put that on um, um, our website, and it was about Medicare for 2023 and um, for people with low vision. Uh, it, it was actually a pretty good um, um, meeting, and uh, there's still some uh, a few dates available and a few spots to go if you live in Northern California. Check out uh, the date and the location uh, at bandsandy.com or send us an email or a tweet. Uh, I can I can uh, share with you the link so you can get the address and uh, the the, speci- the the date and time where you can go. That's it for now. We are uh, now one month away from that FDA-sponsored workshop about um, restoring eyesight with retinal implant. I keep receiving questions and um, suggestions from some of you guys. Keep sending that to us. The more I know, the better my question and the better my work will be at the FDA-sponsored workshop. And the more useful I'll be when I come back and share with you all the information um, that could be useful for uh, all of us. That's it. Um, I hope you're having a good weekend. Uh, I'm going to cry tomorrow, stay in bed and hope for death to take me since I'm turning 50. This is the end of my life, I think. Um, that and, uh, well, I'll have a cake, I guess. Oh, I hope somebody's going to get uh, kicked out of the house if um, that person doesn't bring a cake tomorrow. But anyway, uh, I'll see you next week. Uh, first episode of my 50s. And we'll talk, like I said, about uh, mostly the AirPod Pro 2. And we'll do a deep dive on uh, what makes that um, gadget so great. Have a good week and uh, don't work too hard. It's almost, almost Thanksgiving and uh, the end of the year celebration when things slow down and that's the best season of the year. All right, have a good day. Bye-bye.